0: I teach in an explicitly trans-affirming high school. Um, We have gender support plans. We have a gender-affirming wardrobe at our school. We have binders on demand for our students and other shapewear can easily be ordered. Uh, We have students that express themselves in all manner of different ways. And I couldn't be prouder to work at a school that's so amazing. Um, If you would like to have your school also be an explicitly trans-affirming
1: school, let me know, maybe we can figure something out.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you have any idea what our kids, our children, middle school, high school, and now down to grade school are facing when they leave your home or get off the bus and enter the, uh, the confines of a, of a school. Uh, there are such dangerous people uh, greeting them with open arms, with dangerous messages, and that's just one teacher. Can you imagine? When he's talking about binders, he's talking about binding you know, female breasts to look like a boy. So your your boy, your girl can go to school and they will provide, as soon as she walks in the door, this teacher will be there with a the binder. She can run in the bathroom and put it on and look like a boy. That's just the most nice thing I can tell you that they're doing. We have an amazing, amazing story for you today, perfect for this week when Jesus gave his life. This is Easter week when I'm recording. When Jesus gave his life for some of the sins we're going to talk about today and we're going to talk about redemption, but it's all happening among the young people. But meanwhile, let me thank pre-born because we couldn't talk about this without their help. And by the way, the, the unifying thing here is that as Preborn is offering ultrasounds to moms who are uh, pregnant and uh, don't want to keep their babies, they're also telling them about redemption. That's what they have in common with our next story. And they've had tremendous success doing that. It's tremendous success. They've had Exactly. About 9,896 commitments to Christ with their clients. That was just in 2022 alone. And they saved in 2022 with, well, we weren't helping them then, but this will be, we'll have a different stat for 2023. They saved 54,253 babies in the year 2022. Isn't that something? And so they are a worthy mission for you to donate to. It's $28 for one Ultrasound, all you have to do is dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say the keyword baby. And you can also then go to preborn.com slash sandy and make your most generous gift. All right, so it's time to sit up and take notice. And we're going to talk about that today. This is an incredible discussion. Uh, This is a story of redemption, a story of the powerful move of God among teenagers in one geographical location here in the United States. And I don't think you're going to want to miss it. And by the way, if you'd like to call us, if you have a comment, you can do that at 662-821-2040. That's 662-821-2040. Now sit back and relax and enjoy and be challenged and do something after you hear this amazing story with this pastor. Stay tuned. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. The most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness.
1: Bullying, suicide, alcohol, drugs,
0: abortion, temptations, challenges, choices that teenagers face every day. Angels, demons, heaven, hell. The choices that we make have consequences
1: here on earth, as well as for eternity. We invite you to come and see firsthand the choices that our teenagers are faced with and the life-changing results of those choices.
0: All right, Sandy Rios with you on Sandy Rios 24-7. Well, when we were at Purcell Farms at the AFA Donor Retreat, we were able to link up again with these two sisters who've become friends of ours through the years, uh, Carol and Amy Pryor. Uh, And they brought to my attention something happening in their church right now. And when they told me about it, I was so intrigued. And then I watched bits of it as they showed me. Uh, And the more I read and the more I looked at it, I just was so, I have a feeling that this is a powerful move of God that we all need to know about. I think of the teenagers we talk about all the time, the things they're facing, the horrible things they're facing. And one of my themes that I hit, hit often is that churches are completely removed from the reality of what kids are experiencing in school. Well, along comes Pastor Mike Bowles of Evangel Temple in Meridian, Massachusetts, uh, Mississippi, and he has um, created uh, an incredibly powerful and creative way to reach these kids and their parents, and it's having a tremendous impact. On their community, so I've asked Pastor Mike to join me. I don't know much about the the uh, production, so we're going to learn together as we talk with him, Pastor Mike. Thank you so much for joining me this morning.
1: I'm so glad to be with you, <coughs> and uh, I watched you on television and heard your broadcast, and uh, it's thrilling to be talking to you.
0: Oh, that's very kind. Well, <laughs> right back to you. I mean, I just think God is at work, and and we're gonna we're working together with to have make that happen. Uh, pastor, right. I, um, the, the, uh, the Amy told me that you, this, sh- uh, production, it came about as a result of you meeting with a group of teenagers. Can you kind of describe right. what happened? Cause that's all I know.
1: Okay. Uh, we've been putting on productions at our church for 35 years and God birthed this in a very special way, which, which is something to be told another time. But, uh, as a pastor, you see a lot of things, you hear a lot of things, and I just become very burdened for our teenagers because I raised to and kind of knew what they were going through. But this time and this this era that we're living in today, uh, they're facing much different things than I faced and even my sons faced. So I gathered 50 teenagers, and I had some college kids as well in the Sunday school room, one Sunday afternoon, <clears throat> I said, "I just want you to tell me, go no further than this room, what you're seeing in school, what you're faced with." Uh, and I said to them, "It's not. I'm not going to speak of this anywhere. Uh, just, just tell me." So, I had a young lady come in there. She, she took notes, and one by one, uh, they began to tell me. We stayed there two hours, and when I left there you're talking about a burden. When I went home, my wife told me, she said, you just sat at the table, didn't say anything for about 15 minutes, there was a legal pad there on the table. And she said, I pulled, she she told me this the other day, I didn't even remember it. She said, I pulled that legal pad to me and I just began to write and uh wrote this entire production there. I believe it was a move of the Holy Spirit, actually. And when I got through with it, uh, I believe the Lord impressed me to get s- school superintendents together. We we hadn't even rehearsed the drama or done done anything at this point. I just I ca- so I called three superintendents and had them to meet me at a restaurant in a private room. So this is what I presented to them. <clears throat> I said, I see you send uh, the kids to see Pinocchio and all these. Dramas at the Meridian Little Theater, and you send them to the Raleigh Center. I see those school buses out there, and I said, "Would you consider sending them to our church, which we built a we built a huge theater church combined uh, thirteen years ago, seat about three thousand people. We've we've been put we've been uh, we've been presenting these dramas for about thirty five years, and we've got ten that we've written. But this one this one had a very special uh, Not that the others didn't have meaning, but, I mean, it was targeting the youth. And so I said, would you consider sending them? we got a place big enough, and we will pay the gas for the buses. We will pay the uh, drivers. You want to incur one cent of taxpayers' dollars, and we'll take care of everything. And uh, and then I told them what it was about because I I wrote that production in a school. It's a school setting. And we go through these things, like what you just heard on that advertisement. Drugs, alcohol, uh, suicide, bullying. Uh, We also have an abortion. We we deal with that as well. Very intense drama. And uh, the superintendents, they said, uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. If you'll go, (laughs) I'll go. (laughs) Those three superintendents stepped out. And, uh, decided to do it. So I asked them to do this. I said, get, get, the, get the students to let, let their parents sign a release that they'll let them come. So we wouldn't have any, anybody saying, well, they took our kids to church without me knowing it. So everybody had to sign for their kids to come. So that was six years ago. We did the first one and every two years we tried to do it except for COVID. But this year, I was amazed when I called the superintendents how willing. They was a little bit reserved, and I understood it before. But everyone I talked to said we we got to have some help. I said, "Well, we're going to we're going to do this thing, and I'm- I promise you, we're going to do our best." And we this year we bought LED boards. We stepped out probably a half a million dollars to to make this thing as powerful as we can possibly make it, as intense as we can, because the devil he's intense after them, is he not? Yes,
0: absolute right? understatement. Understatement.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, but I I saw something this time, and, and we had great a uh, move of God. In the other matter of fact, what we do is we take two days off of work. And we bust them in there Thursday and Friday. We have two shows each day. Then I invite them to bring their parents, to bring their friends Saturday and, Sunday and Monday night. <clears throat> the last time we did this, I'm sorry. The last time we did this, uh, we did it 12 extra nights because they were bringing so many
0: wow.
1: their friends and their parents. Wow. And, uh, but this well, time, this time I, I felt such an anointing on this, this program. And, uh, so last weekend we did this, uh, third, uh, Thursday and Friday and then Saturday and Sunday night, which was last weekend, uh, people came. We had so many people we had to put out chairs and, uh, it was a heavy, we could hear people weeping in there. Uh, one, one man called me yesterday and he said it was a big, <laughs> He said, "I was sitting by a big man, <laughs> had a big mustache, and he said he was just audibly weeping in there. It's it's just so powerful. Uh, i have never never seen anything like it. It's it's a God thing. We're just trying well, to be obedient and do what he, do what He asks us to do.
0: Well, I, and you know, it's, it's, isn't it interesting how the Holy Spirit works? Uh, honestly, Matt, uh, Mike, because this is it how is. this is my without without knowing much about it." That was my sense of it. I yeah. felt like God because I don't generally, when people bring things to me, I kind of, I'm skeptical because it's their church yeah. and they, you know, they're proud. And yeah. but this, uh, right. this felt different to me, and I think it is different. I want to explain to people without uh, the the ability to see it that the this auditorium is beautiful. When yes. when uh, Mike just said that they spent half a million dollars on uh, the LED, I mean that just gives yeah. you a, just a hint. Of what kind of a production yeah. this is the staging is uh professional and beautiful and uh powerful the parts that I've seen, and the auditorium is packed so uh, tell me um how would you describe uh, all right so the audience is it full of teens is that mostly who's there well I say
1: that again i'm sorry I'm is sorry
0: the uh, describe hear. the uh, describe the audience to our yeah. listeners is it mostly teens yeah
1: it is—we uh, we had 12 different schools this year, and out of those schools, one of them was—I was in Tennessee, and the Lord moved in my spirit. Well, what happened was I was at Bollywood. My wife went in, into one of these stores, so I, I I just said, as men do, I was sitting over there. Just, and I waited, waited. On the man bench? Out. <laughs> so I finally went in there. When I went in there in the room, it just had these Indian artifacts all over the wall. And the Lord spoke in my spirit and said, you reach out to the Choctaw uh, tribe, which is in Philadelphia. It's probably 50 miles from our church. So I went there and I had a meeting with the chief and I talked to him and I said, told him what we were doing i said would you consider sending and he did they sent. i think they sent seven buses of those <laughs> children those children are going uh they're kind of put to the side and i just but we had a mixture in the audience of adults uh uh teenagers elementary school a, a, a young lady texted me yesterday that uh, teaches in the elementary school, and she said her kids were talking about it because they they brought them on the s- Saturday and Sunday night because the, even the even the teenagers are talking about it at school, so what I think is happening is God is stirring their spirit yes, and they're they're able to see what choices they make and the consequences of them yep. the The program starts actually, and I did this purposely it starts with creation. Because you know, you know as well as me, our kids have been taught in some of some of the, some of the schools about evolution and explosion happen. So I actually start with God made the choice to for the earth and put man there, and then Jesus came and, of course, was was the sacrifice for us. So I show all that. It takes fifteen minutes for every bit of that, but what it does, it builds a foundation. Of, of what god did and then we go right into the schools and uh, it have all the all the uh, scenarios play out in the school gang, so, gang uh related there's a shooting in there uh, uh it's just it's pretty amazing and it, i promise you it isn't because we we're, we're some great writers and we we know all this stuff because we're not but when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of something and he anoints it, it's it's supernatural is what it is. Yes. yes.
0: And okay. and we're seeing
1: it happen even during while it's going on, uh I told somebody the other day, uh when we first started, you know, kids they they moving around talking, laughing. When we first started with a creation and things, but I'm telling you, by the time it gets halfway through it, nobody moves one of the principals said to me, I have never seen these kids that steal in my life. But the power of God is working in there, and it's it's really eye-opening, because in the play, we show the spirits. We, we show the Holy Spirit working. We show, we show demon activity. We, uh, one girl is suicidal, and the spirit is trying to get her to take pills to kill herself. Well, she's She wants to kill herself because she's bullied at school. But then the the grandmother, the Holy Spirit tells the grandmother to pray. And when, when the grandmother begins to pray for her granddaughter, you see the Holy Spirit come in the room, defeats the enemy, and the girl is set free of that. But what we're trying to do, if we can, is to get these teenagers to see there is a better way. And there is consequences for going the wrong way. And it's just really eye opening in the spiritual realm and the natural realm as well. And that, I, that's what's happening is even well, while it's going on, I can see in that auditorium what, it, what God is doing in there with, <laughs> with elderly people, grandpas, grandmas, uh, all the way down to the <laughs> elementary school because it's really, uh, since we was able to get these LED boards, the, we got in contact with a guy that worked I think he worked for Disney or but he can do that three D stuff and it's looking it looks like you're looking through the screen. It's not like a picture. Wow. And it's been really amazing. We've been amazed at it. We fly angels in there, we have six tracks that fly angels and demons. You just have, I tell people this, when you come it's like putting on a pair of spiritual eyeglasses, and you can see you can see the scenarios, but you can also see what's behind them.
0: Mike, this is a, when we record, during our recording, because this is a podcast, it doesn't happen necessarily uh, in real time. It doesn't happen in real time. Uh, but the, we are talking in Easter week, and actually, I want to play this this week. So for those that are listening soon enough to do this, you have more... Um, performances through easter correct
1: yes right correct and it and it looks like we're going to have more saturday night and sunday night performances. i've not been able to be in in town i had to leave after sunday night performance but when i get back we're going to look and see it's going to go further there's no doubt about it spirit I'm... spirit of god is on it and yeah. it's well, going to go further
0: so, how would people? How could people figure out uh, when the performances were? What's the best source?
1: Go, go to our website, which is the Evangel Temple, and we'll post it on there and on Facebook as well. Okay. If you go to All our right. website, I, I think it will show you how to go, how to go to uh, Facebook. Okay.
0: The Evangel Temple. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pastor, give us an idea. Now, we did. You did. You talk. You start with creation, which I think is brilliant. I want, to, wait, I want to say something else before I get into that. I, I want to reiterate what I started, what I said initially. And it's been because I have dealt with these kinds of issues in public schools since I started in radio in the 90s. Things were already horrible. Things were already horrible. And I tried to wake pastors up. I tried to wake parents up. And people would say to me, "Not in my school. Oh no, my school. My school is not like that. I heard that all the time. You could not. I couldn't get pastors involved. They were. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, in a, uh, I won't name names because I don't. It's not a matter of shaming. I'm just going to say I was yeah. going to a very large church in the n- northwest suburbs of Chicago, and in the huh. city nearby, in the library, uh, they were displaying. This is in the 90s. Uh, yeah, they were displaying uh, men, gay men, in like a facility where they're dying, like they had AIDS, and they had colored condoms on their male parts. So they were sitting there naked, and the display, this is in the, sorry, this is the school library. I was actually teaching right. voice there, at the, this is so many years ago, and it was right. horrific. It was black and white shots of these emaciated AIDS patients in colored condoms. Uh, and right. I went to the pastor, I and, and I I begged him to do something, but no,
1: yes. uh, nothing. And, me, and so, go ahead. I want to tell you this. This happened to me, uh, and I, I will say this had something to do with it. So I've felt this for a while. Because if you're a pastor, you're you're dealing with this, and if, if a pastor says he's not, then he ain't dealing with anything in his church, especially with youth, because you're going to deal with it. But uh I was at Jackson, Mississippi. Franklin Graham came there. This is what he said and I mean it hit me like like twenty two shell in my head. He said he said, Quit being afraid to do something. He said, Don't you know that the left is not afraid? Don't you know that? He then he called us out. He said, Pastors, quit being afraid to do something. Get involved. If we don't get involved, who is? And those words, I'm telling you, they, they, they rang, rang in my ears for for several days and it's still in my spirit, but you are correct. I I don't understand how people can see what's going on and not feel an urge. We have got to do something. We have got to get desperate with this. And, and, uh, I see what God can do if, it, if people are willing, because we have no education in drama. We have never had it, but I present this this way with our cast, and I have people that's never acted, never done any of this before, but I get them to speak these parts out of their heart. I don't give them a script. This, I just tell them this is what I want you to convey, mm. but I want you to do it in your own. Your own way where it's natural and it's real. And the, then you begin to see God anoint it. And then and it these are to do a work. And, and
0: these are really hard issues like you described a girl who was gonna go through an abortion. I think that's what you yes. said. And but there that's you also right. don't you address even cutting, kids cutting themselves?
1: We do. We do. I mean tough uh, stuff. You want, me, you... you want me to tell you you want me to tell you the abortion scene? Yes. There should I shouldn't I Okay. Yes, no. So a girl becomes she gets pregnant and she calls her boyfriend, he hasn't he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. As a matter of fact, he hangs up on her, he says, Don't call me ever again. And her mother forces her to get an abortion. She don't want to, the girl doesn't. Because there's a lady in our church that deals with it. She's one of but she's a counselor. And she said more than you can believe the parents want them to have an abortion. So in the drama we portray that, and so she forces her to get one. She goes to the counselor, which is the woman that does this, so she it's real good, and she talks to her about it, talks to her about the things that women face after abortion. Then she shows you this little baby that's eight weeks old, and she puts it in her hand, she looks at it, she says, "Does that baby what does that look like?" She says it looks like a baby. he has a nose, he has ears, he has eyes and and I can hear. In the audience, when she begins to go over that, people gasp that really felt like it was what they say, a blob of tissue or whatever they say about fetus. Uh, And then, but she has to have the abortion, so she has it. And they push the baby behind the curtain. The doctor comes out. And we put on the screen a baby in the womb. And you can hear the heartbeat. The heartbeat stops, and an angel walks out with that baby, oh. gives it to another angel, and the angel flies across the stage with that baby in the hand and hands it to Jesus. And there, there are about 12 women holding these little babies in the hand. And behind it on that LED screen, you see angels ascending to heaven with these babies. And I'm telling you, when that happens, you can hear hear people in the audience. It's just—and then, though, we show the forgiveness for people that have had one. you you got to show that at the end. And uh, it's just very moving. God is him only.
0: So, uh, Pastor, you start with creation, and then you show these vignettes, and you weave in, as you said— the demons and the Holy Spirit, and how do you bring this to a close?
1: Okay, it closes with the people you saw in the production. One one guy's in a gang and he's they sh- he gets killed, but but his principal, pump and and it leads him to the Lord before he dies. And at the end of this, uh, when the when the curtain opens and it's the heavens and we have probably a hundred people in white robes. Jesus comes down and he's crowned and then he stretched forth his hand and you see the you see the guy that received Christ at the end of his life. Uh and he comes down and, and the people that had that was in his life is standing in heaven and they embrace him. Then you see the girl that was gonna commit suicide, but her grandmother prayed and the Lord did. Them. She comes down, and the grandmother's there. They embrace. And the last is the girl with the abortion. She comes down, and her kid, which is now in the production's probably eight years old, that she had aborted, he comes running behind the people, and runs up to her, and they embrace. <laughs> that that scene, <laughs> it's, it's just it's just amazing. I wish you could see it. I do, too. I know me talking about it just just does not do it justice. I won't even let people film it because it does not do it justice, what's going on in that house, because it's usually bad. Because it's a
0: move of the spirit that you can't capture on camera. Yeah, so, all right, now, listen, I don't expect you to have an answer to this, so I'm just curious, though. I'm sure you know, because just talking to you, I'm sure you know, how in the world Will you do follow-up, and can you? Is it possible? Are other churches kind of joining in to help you kind of reach out to their kids? Do you see any fire uh, spreading to other pastors uh, to to kind of uh, take up the slack here? Or help, I guess. Well,
1: I'll I'll tell you what I have have seen this time, and I haven't seen it in times, but I'm seeing more pastors come to this thing than I ever have, because I believe it is because what God is doing right now at this time because they're gonna to have to get involved and I'm hoping that uh, we as well can do some things that we've not done, our church as well. We do we do tell them that I I'm careful when 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 pastors send their flock in there, I don't wanna proselyte and try to get them to come to our church. All I say is if you don't have a church home we welcome you here, but if you have a church home, please go there, be faithful, serve God. And I'm believing that this is going to have such an effect that pastors are going to have to start addressing it. And and when they come there, I think they can see it. Uh, it's very evident. We had the President of God TV there Sunday night, so, no Friday night, no Thursday night. No, I'm sorry, Saturday night. But uh, And and he's thinking about it as well, how we could get this message maybe out even further. But I don't really know how. I just have to do what I'm told, what I feel the Spirit's telling me. But follow-up is very important. And we're we're talking over some things that we can do. I know this. We're we're going to go to that uh, reservation for those kids. When they came in there... uh, it was almost like you could feel some of the stuff they they deal with there. It's a lot of depression, a lot of suicide there. Can I tell you this? Am I going too long?
0: No, I want to hear it.
1: Okay. Uh, and I was in the mountains, and I saw that, that uh those artifacts on the wall, and the Lord said, you reach out to those people. A woman, not knowing what had happened that night, sent me a text picture of a little Indian girl that committed suicide. But She did it with a phone wire uh, that she thought oh, she was bullied at school. She went in the restroom. That woman sent me that picture that morning after I had that word that night. And she didn't know anything about it. Nobody did. So it let me know, the Lord saying, you, you, you reach out to those folks. And we're going to do that. I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a mission field that God mm-hmm. has opened up for us. But I am praying that pastors will get a hold of this, and I will help them in any way I can. We have yeah. got to get the word, uh, uh, it's great my mouth. diligent. Is that, is that the word that's I'm looking a, for?
0: That applies, about, diligent.
1: About this matter.
0: Yeah. Purposeful. Yeah, we have got to. Yeah. We have yeah. to. Yeah.
1: We don't well, have a choice.
0: No, we don't. And I let me just say I can't think of a better conversation to have during this Easter week than this one because Jesus came to save us yes. from the kind he of did. sin that this production yes. is showing on uh, stage and uh, not only to the Holy Spirit convicting us of what is sin and what is God's judgment which is what you are showing but also more importantly God's business is redemption. And so that's, that's what right. Jesus did on the cross for people listening. That was what that was all about. And so um, about. this is very moving. And so, Pastor Mike Bowles, uh, we wish, I'm just, um, well, I don't know what to say. I think this, I think I have no words other than I just feel God's spirit moving. And it looks like, you know, reminds yeah. me of the, uh, the, the revival that happened at, at Asbury right. uh, a month or so ago. Right. But same but different. The Spirit is not boring. You know, God is, God is never boring. He Absolutely. moves, moves it. You know, he doesn't do the same thing every time, does he?
1: That's correct. Absolutely. And and uh, I know, I know without a doubt, he's reaching out this generation. I think it's is it Generation Z. Is that it? Is that what it I think is? so. I think he's you're right. Almost,
0: yes, I believe that's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, well, millennials, past- the millennials were very hard people to deal with. I've dealt with it as a pastor. And it's kind of skipped that generation a little bit because of their willingness to do things. But he's going to bring them back too. I believe not that left too. Them, <laughs> and they're going to come back. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. Some people that left our church, they, they were there Sunday night. And they uh, used to be involved in these dramas. And I don't know. They got other ideas. But they were there Sunday night. So God's bringing them all back because this great revival is going to, it's going to be everybody. It's going to be everybody. He's going to move and move toward them with his love and his passion and his forgiveness. Yes.
0: And his forgiveness I'm and sorry, his I forgiveness. Too long. No, no, you're nope. <laughs> I don't be sorry. I loved every moment of it, Pastor Mike Bowles from the Evangel Temple in Meridian, Mississippi. And again, this uh production is called The Choice. And if you're listening to this uh during Easter week of twenty twenty three, there's still time to go to the productions. You just go to the Evangel- temple dot uh, com, um, and they'll it'll show org, you dot org. Dot org sorry. sorry, yes, uh, dot org, and they and, will, they'll and, have.
1: And if yes, I sir. can say this, uh, we will put further uh, where we're going to do some more dates. We'll put it on our website. Okay. And I, I know there will be some, some more. Where do yeah. you live?
0: Well, that's where a secret. You live in that's a secret.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just going to say if it wasn't too far, <laughs> you could come, You could uh, see it.
0: I know. I, I can't wish do it I
1: justice with words, but but anyway. I wish
0: yes. Maybe I wish you, I could, you, Pastor.
1: You can't tell what the Lord might do.
0: Well, that's true. <laughs> you, you got that right. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, God bless, okay. bless, 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 protect, and may He move, continue to move mightily through your work and through that production, Pastor Mike. Thanks for joining me.
1: We appreciate it.
0: All right, Sandy Rios, twenty four seven. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. All right, this is Sandy Rios back with you. I don't really have much to add. I mean, I think Pastor Mike Michael said it all. I think we said it all. And I just hope that you'll take this message to heart. I hope that if you're a pastor, you've been cut to the heart and that God has used this time that we've spent together to just motivate you. The Holy Spirit has, like set a jolt of lightning through your body, and you've decided, maybe in your own way, you don't have to do what Pastor Mike Bowles does. He's set up for something different. But I bet there's something that you could do in your church. I just bet there is. We want to thank you for listening, and we could not bring this information to you without the help and the sponsorship of Preborn. So Preborn, by the way, if you live in Los Angeles, Chicago, or the east coast of Florida, all the ultrasounds in those states are provided by preborn. Of course, they do a lot more, but I'm just telling you those are three where there's 100%. Uh, you know, the ultrasound allows the mom to hear her baby's heartbeat and to see the precious life within her. Ultrasound saves lives. So help us join lives. It's only, save lives. It's only $28 for one ultrasound, and you can donate by dialing pound 250, pound 250, that's on your phone, and say the keyword, baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or you can go to preborn.com slash Sandy. And as always, we tell you, if you have something to say or comment or something to add or another idea, you can call us at 662-821-2040, 821 2040 or you can email at sandy at afr.net, sandy at afr.net. We are available on all the podcast platforms but AFR.net is our home place and the best way to listen to that is to get the app on your phone. It just makes it very very easy. All right so I, I'm so happy that you are enjoying these shows. We love your feedback. It's very encouraging. Bruce isn't with me today but he, he hasn't gone anywhere. he's just like has to do other put other fires out this morning as we're recording. So um, he'll be back and we both jointly thank you. We thank you we thank you. So I hope that you will tune in to the next. Sandy Rios, 24-7.